welcome back to the Balanced Body Podcast. Today we move up the body into the solar plexus, which is the third chakra that is about identifying any kind of physical issues that we know about and what that could mean mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Now, we spoke about the second or the sacral plexus prior. So let's, let's, let's talk generally speaking about the solar plexus. It, for me, there are lots of different resources that say different things. So just be aware of that. You may read another book that says that the solar plexus illustrates, um, I don't know, manifestation, which from my perspective, is the root, right? So just, I always say that, but so I just want you to remember, as much as I like to be black and white, you can't be black and white. (laughs) So it means energy. So having a balanced solar plexus has, means you have energy. When you have a lot of energy, that means you have a full solar plexus and it may mean that you are burning your fire, which is solar plexus is fire transformation too much, which is not good. It's all about balanced, isn't it? It means activity, being able to be active, to have autonomy, meaning individuation with self, which is a lot of my, what my coaching is about, right? Finding yourself, finding that, that sense of individuation, meaning not be codependent or attached, Ooh, very hard. Will, having the will to move forward in life. Now, the solar plexus very much integrates with the lower and the upper, right? So we talk about root correlating to six. We talk about second correlating to fifth. And the third correlates to the fourth. Well, you can't really, it, it is hard to delineate third chakra only dysfunctions without bringing in the fourth chakra without bringing the first and the second, right? The first and the second dysfunctions in balanced first and second chakras will show up as a also third imbalance. So if transverse plane, if we move, meaning rotate, translate within our spine as we create destination, well, we should at least, have some sort of translation in our spine rotation that transverse plane helps us move through gravity so if you don't have a lot of translation or rotation within your spine as you walk then there may be some solar plexus stuff showing up and so we're going to talk about a lot of different ideas not that it's yours but it could be, right? So shame, if root is fear, 
Second is guilt. Then third is shame. Power. Power hungry. How many of us love power? Well, we, uh, we are very probably strong in our solar plexuses if we are attracted to power. Anger. So knowing that the solar plexus consists of those ideas, it's also about, am I enough? Am I enough? So if you don't feel like you're enough, you could have some depletion, diminishment in your third. Now remember, one, two, and three chakras are indicative of our I-ness. Once we get into fourth, we're starting to work on our we-ness, our relationships with another person. And then we move higher into our allness, which is more than a relationship, right? It's more than just a partner. It's a business with more people. It's more than just a husband, a partner, a wife. It's a child. That's our allness. All right. So solar plexus is the emotion of anger and relationship with father. And let's talk about the left and the right side because we talk about father and mother, right? But generally speaking, the it can be said that solar plexus relates a lot to the father. Well, if you think about fire, do you think about yin or yang? You think about yang. And does yang illustrate male or female? Male. So at least that's what I understood from the context of that idea. If we look at the left side of our body, as it relates to the solar plexus, there's spleen, pancreas, stomach, kidney, and adrenals on the left side that have to do with father issues. I'm sorry, more of, of organs and glands that have to do with, if it's left side, mother. Right side, right yang, father, male, right, or can also be right others, is the liver, gallbladder, right kidney, right adrenal. So we have to think about all the physical nature of what lies more superior or more superficial in our body, like our obliques, our internal obliques, our rectus abdominis, our side. Uh, our right side of our abdominal, our right, um, our the back of the mid to upper back area, roughly around what T12, um, higher up than that. All those areas are indicative of that T5 through T9 in the spine specifically, right? So let's go back to the left side. Those organs that may have issues, spleen, pancreas, stomach, left-sided kidney, adrenal, could have issues with mother. And meaning mother, you've shut out mother. Mother, you have issues with the mother. And if there is parents 
if there are parents who have suppressed the child's spirit, that can damage the will of the child. Well, will, didn't we just say will was um, indicative of solar plexus? Yes. Which can give the child a sense of power, powerlessness over things like addictions, right? Also powerless to digest. So, cause the solar plexus has a lot of that digest issues, digestion issues with food in it. So they're powerless to act on their dreams in life. And so this again goes back to what was the relationship like with mother? In other words, also the energy tends to move backwards instead of forwards in life. And the individual can take on a, a, a powerlessness as a habit can be indicative of playing the victim. So they can have a strong victim archetype. So we have maternal stress before and during conception is also indicative of issues within those organs and glands, which ultimately brings that child to as an adult with weak boundaries, which is why we as coaches talk a lot about creating core values so that we can create a strong sense of will and individuation to create boundaries so that these organs can have organs can have some sort of strength behind them and not lead into we'll talk about some diseases that can manifest that you're all probably very familiar with as I, as I am too and experienced some of them so that's left side right side the liver gallbladder kidney adrenal on right side anger at self and others Okay, the sh if shutdown of these organs has happened, it's because there's issues with father. Is father being shut out? And there may be uh, anger and blame on the paternal side. And it could be ancestral. So in other words, we, we, we've gone over the knowledge of knowing that what exists in us today can it can go back as far as research shows as much as 13 generations 14 generations so it may not be your present issue but it very well could be an issue that maybe grandfather had with his father which is your great grandfather if you don't understand your anger, disperse it. Problems within the liver and the digestion can happen. And also know that if there is anger, does the individual dampen the anger with sugar, which ultimately leads to an addiction? So sugar addictions can dampen anger within someone. 
So as we look at some conditions, spleen and pancreas, which lie back on the left side, we go, we go back to being able to nourish ourselves with whatever. Most likely it's healthy food. And to be able to absorb the sweetness of life. Your organs and glands can absorb, assimilate, and eliminate when you can do that with life, right? It's very symbolic. Some things that can happen with our energy being too scattered within the solar plexus is we can create something called acid reflux. Or we can have excess personal power, self-will, and there's actually too much digestive fire that over time gets weakened and diffused. And our ability to digest and metabolize becomes hampered or inhibited or unable. And really that's about managing other people's energy. So looking at that about ourselves, how, how do we manage other people? And do they impress their wills on us? And are we able to defend or stand up or not let it affect us? And that would be known by way of our boundaries. Do we have weak boundaries? Weak boundaries symbolize weak gut, which means a leaky gut. And very much intestinal permeability is the, the gut not being strong enough and we have seepage into the bloodstream where food is, is being leaked out into the bloodstream causing a toxic effect. We see this overcompensation in a client or anybody for that matter, that is very quick to say no, is very quick to deny or not listen or bring into them what others share. And so that's a, that's a, that's a big sign for me. Also a manifestation can be autoimmune issues. Other people just sucking the life force out of you. And that's just due to a lack of boundaries, which also affects the heart, which means people are, are taking advantage of you or you're allowing them to take advantage of you. And then leads into the throat chakra, which is your ability to speak your own needs and desires. Really? And where was that taught to you at a young age? And if you never had that ability because you had strong, forceful parents that didn't allow that, then as an adult, you'll grow up the same way. Unless you change it, which we all have the power to change. That anger that can muster up in that solar plexus when turned inward onto self can cause a depression. So inward anger equals a depressive state. So we take responsibility and we take responsibility for how we feel. And more importantly, you have to take that next step, which is do something about it so that you can be proud of yourself 
which every time you do something that is a challenge to move forward and you can be proud of, doesn't not create self-esteem, which is solar plexus. Yeah, absolutely. So other ideas that wrap around issues with the solar plexus are Crohn's, SIBO, ulcerative colitis, IBS, just emotional suppression. You're suppressing the emotions that you feel and you have to find an outlet to be able to carefully express those. And, you know, either with a friend, a parent, a coach, or even just talking with yourself out loud. But my point is doing something on a regular basis to help with that. In what's really interesting is when the mother goes through this aspect of conception of creating a child, three months prior to that, depending on the nature of her stress levels, give us an idea of what that child's pre-post-menopausal condition will be. In other words, the more stressed the mother is, then that creates the idea that the child is stressed, the child goes through a stress identity, which tacks the organs and glands that once the ovaries are done, those glands should be healthy enough to then take over in menopause. And if they're taxed out because of the stressful environment that the mother created for the child, the child created in its life without change, then they'll, that person will feel it within their later end life moments. Remember that energy follows thought and energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be transformed. So which is why we, which is why the idea of changing our thought process, which is energy versus doing any other idea around um, changing the story because that changes the energy, which, which changes the thoughts, right? And you have to want to do that to make a change within your life. So infant development, if a mom wasn't sweet and nourishing, there are unmet needs and then typically creates frustrated desires in the child, which there are then stories around lack, lack of, which hardens these organs. And the child grows up to stop the process of being open to sweetness in life and nourishing themselves emotionally and physically. And those are ideas that can create understanding, which can put you in the process of your own self-discovery and what you need to do. Remember there's, we talked about transverse plane and the ability to have gate which does have transverse plane movement, which is moving through a field of gravity, that rotation 
in the standing position, not moving, but just standing, if there's a rotation in the body, then we have to look at where it's coming from. And remember, we talked about the root and the second have play in that, that manifests in the third. So look at the second and first chakra. And we, we also look at the third and fourth correlate, correlations to look at they're stuck, which means they're stuck in their ideas. And it, in order to, yes, we can mobilize the physical body, but as we mobilize, we have to change those ideas. Otherwise, stuck never goes away unless the ideas are changed. Remember, the physical is the outcome of the physical is the outcome of the mental, emotional, spiritual. So the mental, the mental bodies are the root of how the physical will perform and be. Right. So if you're stuck, then you're not able to feel or you're unable to handle what's happening with self and others. So I think I think the most important thing that I said really was the fact that energy can't be destroyed. If you have solar plexus issues left and right, and we're dealing with adrenals specifically. Now the adrenals are your fight or flight uh, glands, right? So there could be a physical threat, right? Is it really a physical threat or is it just an idea? In other words, if they, a child grew up with physical or verbal abuse within the house, then they, because of familiarity of consistency happened with the child, they'll continually create that in their life because it's so familiar. So it's, it's getting out of that, being, first of all, being aware of it, then communicating it taking responsibility and then changing it. If you, if you do want to get better, right? So it, it also, that physical threat, that verbal or physical abuse, i.e. could be a abusive parent to others or self, can also create a very vicious inner critic within that individual. So that's a question that you can ask the client to get to the root of the transformation process and just taking one area at a time and making some someone aware of it not that they have to sign a document for change not that they have to have homework but just being taking baby steps into being aware right if they are if they've got inflammation and they've got rotation away from the right, then it very well could have to do with the father. If there's compression in the right lower lumbar, which we talked about in the last podcast, then there could be resistance or stress, tension with a male. You know, and it's about figuring out who the male is and then discussing and talking about that. Don't Never underestimate the power of communication as a form of healing, in my mind. So we talked about adrenals left side, adrenals right side, interpersonal. That has to do with social stress, 
which is indicative of becoming the martyr, right? So listen for really as, as a friend, as a coach, we really listen to the words being said and not being said. And if I were to put a close on this particular segment, maybe the overall arching answer also can be, now we've given some solutions and answers, but another one is to play. The best healer is for the individual to play, to learn how to play, to know what play is, to experience it as play, which ultimately creates laughter, which is opening up the child within us and the heart chakra. So being playful, doing playful things, experiencing play in your life on a regular basis will take away the anger and the powerlessness that the person holds on to. And that is the ideas wrapped around solar plexus, right? So remember, solar plexus is, is really can't be isolated into one. It really plays a big part of three and four, fourth thoracic spine, right? And has much to do with what happened in the first and second, which is one, eight, you know, basically conception to 14 years of age. Solar plexus is between, is, is gets to the point where you're from 14 to 21 years of age to ultimately form the ego, right? So once we're past 21, what has, how our ego has formed will be very much of what we've experienced in previous years with first and foremost, our parents, right? In our upbringing. And as much as some may wanna disassociate that their childhood had anything to do with the way they are, they're somewhat of del delusional. They're in a, in, a, in a delusion to think anything or otherwise. And that's just a fear. It's a fear of not wanting to address or go back there. And we have, you know, we understand that. And, but if we can be subtle or if we can ask uh, baby step questions, then, and also work on the physical, then we have the ability to get there and create the ultimate transformation within our clients. Now, don't forget, it takes about four to seven years um, maybe less than that, but it's definitely four, four to four to six, four to five years for this change process of the psyche, um, with our clients and, you know, whether they use a coach or not, but the, the consistency, and I know those of you who are, are over the age of 30 and 40 can attest to that being true based off of your own work on yourself, which I'm sure most of the people that are listening to this or that would listen to this are very much hard at working on themselves to work on others. So if you, if you look back, it didn't happen overnight, your change and psyche and your thoughts. It took a lot of consistency in working on every aspect of yourself to ultimately create a change that 
probably weren't even aware of. It's very subtle, isn't it? Very tiny. And I've, I've always said this in the past, the biggest compliment you can get, or I, I, I've experienced is having someone have a conversation with you that knew you a year or two prior and then say, you're different. And I don't know what it is, but there's something about you that's very different, much better. Um, and yeah, it's very positive. Um, I can't put my finger on it, but you're different than you were last year. And that's, that's huge. That shows all your hard work. So thanks for being with us today and reviewing the solar plexus as it relates to any kind of physical issues, physical, meaning uh, the physical organs and glands having issues anywhere, anywhere between T5 through T9 in the spine in that area of the body having any kind of issues physically. And then the mental, emotional, spiritual that has contributed to that physical issue. Have a great day. Thank you again for listening. As I know you have many platforms to listen to and you chose the Balanced Body Podcast. I'm grateful for your time and energy as I have the honor of providing this podcast with the intention only to educate motivate and inspire all to move closer towards your ultimate dream or purpose in this lifetime. Please feel free to visit or leave feedback on balancebod.com and share this podcast with another who feel like they may benefit in some way from the information. If you enjoyed the variety of my topics, and you, you can also subscribe to Balanced Body Podcast via the applepodcast.com. This will allow you to be notified when the newest podcast is released.